Hello, and welcome to Just One Thing. I'm Brad Stearns, here with Lisa Stearns, and we're your hosts on this weekly exploration of simple ways to enhance your relationships, improve your health, manage your stress, and just be happier. Now settle in while we discuss Just One Thing. Good day. Howdy. Greetings. How do you do? <laughs> and welcome to the next episode of Just, Just One, One Thing. Thing. Just One Thing is the podcast of MindfulLiving.today. You can find us on Facebook at The Mindful Couple. And we would love for you to join our really supportive group on Facebook groups, which is Mindful Living Today with Lisa and Brad. And we are on Instagram at The Mindful Couple. I got them all. Yay, you win. <laughs> Today, we are going to talk about what I'm entitling, Find Alternative Stories. And what I mean is, when you encounter difficulties in life, uh, we often have stories that are behind those in the first place. And when somebody like steps in front of you in line, you think, oh, that is just a rude and nasty person. Well, so that is the story that immediately comes to you. Right. So I'm saying, find an alternative story. Maybe that person just didn't see you. Right. So that, that's a very simple alternative story, which right. changes your whole relationship with, with that experience. person and the situation. Yes. Yes. And whether it's interactions with people, it's interactions with you know Mother Nature, it's right. interaction with institutions. If you just search for and look for alternative stories, right. I think it can change your whole view of life. Uh, and the stories may, don't even need to be true. Right. But it's just the practice of instead of having filters and stories that tell you everything is nasty and bad, people are out to get you. find alternative stories that are are good. And you might right. accuse me of looking at life with road through rose-colored glasses. But let me tell you, looking at life through rose-colored glasses is a lot, a lot better than just yes. being nasty and mean and cynical all the right. time. So, right. Or and so, angry. And angry. So if you're looking to improve your well-being, improve your happiness, improve your optimism, which I think most of us do. And create a better world. I you would, know, if you're would, feeling more positive I would about say, that, you know, you got good mojo so look, out look there. Look for alternative stories. The end. We're done. The end. We're done. So... <laughs> I have a couple of things I can probably come up with that I think have helped me over the years. But let me ask you, when I when I came up with this topic... You didn't come up with this topic. I came up with this when topic. When we came up with this topic, <laughs> tell me what prompted you to come up with this topic for today. Um, it was in the book, uh, the second oh, book, Dalai Lama. Oh, you did come up with <laughs> yes, this topic. Yes, you, you did. Okay. Thank you for mansplaining. Yes. <laughs> My apologies. Um, I am reading a book uh, by the Dalai Lama, and I think it's called The Art of Happiness. Well, I think we mentioned this last week. It's an, a psychologist. Is yes, a psychologist this. and a psychiatrist and a... Um, and and I think he's a neuro, neuropsychologist okay. with the with gotcha. the Dalai Lama, and there he's just having a lot of discussions about all, all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. um, and so they they were exploring this idea. And this of, guy is kind of cynical. He, as, he's as, really funny. As these yes, stories are related yes, to me, yes, so yes. to me he reminds me of a very um, cynical person from maybe New York City, City. where it's hustle bustle as dog eat dog. At least. That's the perception, and that's the story yes. that people yeah, it, tell each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. And, and it and it is it, it does seem to be his story. But um, so anyway, he was asking the Dalai Lama. The Dalai Lama was talking about trying to see a big picture, bigger picture, okay. trying to be more right. forgiving and kind with people and sharing compassion. Sure. And so the guy says, "Well, that's all well and good, but let's just say you know for a fact." That someone has openly lied okay, to you. Sure. How do you find a bigger picture 
to knowing someone right. has lied to okay. you, which I thought was a really good question. Right. And that's that's something you're going to encounter a lot. A lot. Yeah. Yes, people are going to lie, and 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 it's not like they're being they're not sitting around going, oh, I can't wait I can to trick, lie to I can Sam. Trick you, yeah. Right. Right. And so you know, the Dalai Lama said, well, just uh, for example, let's imagine that someone. This is the Dalai Lama right. talking. Let's imagine someone wanted to share a story with me, but it was a very personal story that he didn't want advertised everywhere. Okay. And I maybe happen to be a person who doesn't know how to keep my mouth shut. Sure. I tend to share everything. Right. When, all right? And we know people and like we that. And we know everybody knows somebody like that where you really don't want to share something with them. And it doesn't mean you don't like them. But anyway, and so he said, so the fact that this person is lying right. to me is really his way of just not wanting to share because I'm not the person to share. Oh, sure. And so, you know, it, 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 you don't have to be offended about it. That that it that person is using a a a, a conversational navigational technique, sure. uh, you know, to so, get out of saying I don't trust you with this story. Sure. So, and, and I think social situations are rife with opportunities. And dilemmas right. about how much truth to share, how right. to shade things, etc. Uh, you know, I know people sort of talk about how honest and forthright and truthful they are, right. when in reality, oftentimes it's kind of harsh. They're just cruel, right? Because right. their reality may not necessarily be the truth. That's just how they call it. They're looking at it through right. their own filters, and they're just doing it without regard for how right. it might affect the other person. Right. Or, or where the other person is coming or, from. Exactly. Again, right. so. one of the other stories I really liked was the Dalai Lama saying, uh, okay, imagine, um, you know, looking at Tibet. He said, you know, my people have been removed from Tibet. Right. We were forced out because China moved people into Tibet and mm -hmm. that forced our people right, out of Tibet. Right. Okay. He said, but in all reality, my, my, the, like the early part of my generation and definitely the generation sure. before us they really did not do a good job developing a relationship oh, sure. with China, with the Chinese government. And so, you know, you can't just say, well, the Chinese are horrible. I mean, yes, this is a bad thing that happened, but you have to say, well, you know what? I, we were partly, Look we, at, were, we were a part of this picture. It's, it's like walk a mile in my moccasins, right. not, to, not to be inappropriate. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that anymore. Shoes. Shoes, walk a mile in my shoes. If you look at it from the alternative side, there's right. a different perspective, and those right. are the kinds of things that I'm talking about with look for alternative stories. Right. You know, one of the one of the ones that's been most powerful me for me, and I know I've mentioned it uh, on a couple of occasions during this podcast, is that my ability to drive less aggressively right. without right. road rage uh, has been significant over the last three yes. years, and I have gone through decades and decades of just being one of the most aggressive, <laughs> angry aggressive drivers driver. out there. <laughs> And one of the things that helps me, besides the mindfulness and just generally slowing things down, is just telling alternative stories to myself. Right. Where if somebody cuts me off, somebody speeds, you know, I'll just tell myself, oh, they must have an emergency. They need to be home to get, you know, to tend to a sick child. Maybe right. somebody called them. They need to go to the emergency room. That's okay that they're driving aggressively right. and right. and and speedily. So I right. just, whether it's true or not, it's probably doesn't not in difference. most cases. That's a story. It it's the alternative really story that I right. tell myself that makes that okay and it doesn't hurt me. Right. They're not offending well, me. It's not aimed at me. And it actually doesn't right. change your driving experience. It, it it's not it, like either one of you are safer, all. getting there faster, getting there slower. But instead of steaming, I'm right. I'm, I'm just I don't I won't say I'm great, but I'm okay. Right. And it doesn't, you know, boil my blood, right. so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And so I think, you know, the more we can look at just imagine, okay, imagine another 
another story. Sure. You know, imagine that this person is not out to get you. Mm -hmm. Imagine that this person is not, uh, uh, you know, um, I often think of the, um, I took, uh, I think it was a history class, maybe in college, sure. where we were asked to look at what was written as the facts of history. Okay. And we were asked to either find another source. Oh, right. Or come up with another dialogue. Okay. And look at these historical facts mm -hmm. of things that happened. Sure. And you know, why somebody was invaded, why somebody was overthrown. And yes, the fact is that whatever it was happened. Yeah. Um, but there definitely is another side of that. And I can't help but think of the... Um, you know, a, a, something that happened to us some uh, about two, three years ago, where there was a family situation, and um, some something happened that a relative got upset with me. Okay. And um, it was relayed to me that I had taken something. Oh, sure, yeah. And um, and I said, well, I don't know. Uh, in trying to kind of, she was very angry, and I said, well, I'm not sure you have the whole story. So, right. you know, would you like the other side? And her response was, well, I have the facts. I sat there and watched you. Right. And and as a matter of fact, fact <laughs> it was a, it was not a, only <laughs> it was a false memory because <laughs> what what she was blaming you for, right? I had actually done, right? Nobody had witnessed it, right? And I thought what I was doing was perfectly and fine were, and okay. Well, it was because you were encouraged, actually encouraged to do what I did, yeah, right? Yeah. Beforehand, someone had said to you, "Please go ahead and take this thing," yeah. And she had not been there for that. So even when you think you have the, the facts, facts and you are looking at something and watching it happen, well, we, we know it. As a matter of fact, um, our older son, when he yes, was younger, yes. would actually do things, yes. and we would say. Don't do that," he said. "What are you I talking about? I right. didn't do that." I'm right. like, "I just sat here." He walked past his younger brother, smack him in the back of the head, and we would say, "Please don't <laughs> smack your brother in the back of the head." And he'd say, "I didn't." Yeah, so I, I, I just there's, didn't. There's like a blinder or something. So yes, that's not necessarily looking for an alternative story, right. but you, everybody's creating stories in their head in terms of what the reality is right. all the time. And I'm just encouraging you to find things that will make your life happier, improve your well-being. Because I'll tell you something that's been really powerful in our married life Yes, is for the longest time, whenever you were upset right. about anything, or I saw that you were in a down mood, I assumed it was something I had done. Right. And that right. was the story you that told I told yourself, myself. Right. So I'm telling myself a story that, oh, what did I do? Did I ignore you? Did I miss a birthday? Right, right. Did I go to the gym when I really was supposed to like help fix dinner? Right. And in reality, nine-tenths of the time, it I, had nothing, nothing to do with to do me. With you. Right. you know, it was just something that was going on with you. Right. Um, it might have just been... I was tired. I mean, yeah. I, I need to be alone. <laughs> and so instead, now finding alternative stories, I can just say, oh, you maybe maybe you have a headache. Right. But I'll still ask, is there when something, you can ask, I, is there something right. I can do to help you? And right. Like, and, no, but it's made my life so much better realizing I am not responsible for your... Um, Negative, Happy, negative right, moods. Sometimes, right, right, right. It's yeah. not you're not always at fault. Uh, what? Right, 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 right. And that and that's the story. You know, the story is. And can you open it up and say, well, maybe what if it's not me? Then right. what else could it be? Sure. And that may be the place that you start with this yeah. is. And, and to me, uh, this is why this is such a mindful topic. To me, is the first thing you have to do is is allow yourself that space to say, wait a minute, what if this is not what I perceive? Right. And I know 
there are lots of times social situations you'll you'll say something to somebody and they won't respond. Right. And you'll think, oh my God, they're just they're so, so rude. rude. They're angry with me, et cetera. <laughs> when in fact, they're just like, all of a sudden they realize, oh my God, the taxes are due tomorrow. I, don't, right. I haven't even started. And they're, they're off in their head thinking oh, like, where are all the pieces? And they're, they're really literally not, not even hearing you right. or recognizing that you're you know, in their sphere at, right. the, at the moment. And right. so, you know, you, you, well, the interesting it, when you're that... <laughs> looking for those alternative stories, it's going to really help, I think. Well, the interesting thing of that is you've got somebody off doing in their head. Right. So you're off doing it in your head. Yeah. And I... I'm like, well, Brad's so rude, I can't believe. So then I'm rude to you. And like, what and the heck is wrong with you? Why is Lisa mad at me? She's <laughs> right. and that, that and then now you've got typi- a typically it's gonna spiral downhill from there because right. the reality that both people are coming from, the stories they're telling, telling themselves are just contributing to bad moods. Yes. Bad reactions. Yes less than good social interaction. Yeah, I can think so, of another great, I like tons of these stories. Now they're <laughs> popping up. Now you're thinking yes. about them. <laughs> no, but I had I had contacted someone uh, and wanted to reach out okay. and help them. And mm-hmm. so I was calling, offering them, offering to hire them right, to yeah, do something. Right. Um, and in her mind, uh-huh. um, she when she heard the phone ring, she anticipated that I was calling for a completely different reason. Right. Oh yes. And and was so mad that I hadn't called for the reason for that reason. Right. Without letting me know, like I had no idea that she was thinking I was right. calling for another reason. And you know, she hung up on me. Um, and I I had no idea. Like right. I, I all I, I'm doing is calling to was, help out. Right. Yeah, I'm helping. You're like what's <laughs> wrong here? To help. <laughs> So, you know, when we have these stories in our heads about what we think someone is doing, what someone's motivation is, what someone wants from us. Nine times out of ten, they're they're wrong anyhow. Right. So come up with a good one. (laughs) Come up with a happy one. Why not come up with something positive that that shines them in a bright light? And and like anything, I talk about this all the time, a little bit of practice makes it much, much easier. Practicing things and really searching for a positive alternative story really goes a long way. But it's not going to be natural to you because most people are just predisposed to think, oh, they're slighting me. Oh, I'm insulted. Well, and that's a protective mechanism. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, you learn that as a child uh-huh. to protect yourself. So it's, it's, and I find as the the older we get, that's the thing that becomes the challenge is is unlearning. Well, some of these things those are protective. Well, you've been doing these things, like if you're like us, it's been going right. on it's, for decades. Right. Yeah, and right. it's deeply entrenched. Yes. Yeah, and particularly in the context of certain relationships. Right. You know, where, like where, family you, where are you expecting somebody? Right. Somebody's going to like say something nasty to me every time I meet them. In reality. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're putting out an olive branch. And right. if you're looking for an olive branch, you might find, find it. Find the olive yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I can remember when, um, you know, my relationship with my dad was challenging. And I can remember uh, at one point, this has got to be probably 20, 25 years ago. But, and, and it was at a time that I just felt um, extremely challenged. And uh, I can't think of the right word, but I just found it. I was angry mm-hmm. about things, my father's behavior growing up and, and as a young right. adult. And I was just having a very hard time finding any kind of olive branch. And so I just made it my my goal mm-hmm. was for a week, like once a day, if I remembered more than that, I would just try to think of one thing that I liked about my dad, okay. one thing that he had done good. Sure. And lo and behold, when I started to think about it that way, right. 
suddenly he had done a lot of things. You know, he, I mean, he, oh yeah, he was a really decent he did guy. Tons of stuff he had for tons you of stuff and for us. For us. Yeah. He was very kind. He was very generous. But it's only when you're when you're really dialed into where where can I find more of this negative message to reinforce this story that right. I have created that then it keep it creates more and more and, examples. And as we've talked about in the past, your, your brain is programmed to look for the danger, to look for yes, the bad, to yes. look for the stuff that you need to protect yourself from. Right. So it's difficult to find really positive hard. alternative stories. Really and that's hard. why I encourage you to find those positive alternatives. Right. And I'm, I guess my just one thing well, is just, 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 thing. just realize that you can create alternative stories right. about any Anything. situation that right. are positive. Absolutely. Whether it's real or not, you can find it. And if you convince yourself, well, they're coming at it because they're injured, because they're hurt, because they're in a hurry. You know, you can find something that is not insulting, shouldn't be angry. Right. You. And it doesn't matter if it's true or not. It doesn't. That's the thing. It you doesn't. can let go of the because fact. Because you don't know the reality anyhow in somebody else's intent and, and in world. their head. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and I think my thing, again, as I mentioned before, is just can, can you pause and just allow the space right. for the possibility? Yeah that maybe there is another story, that awesome. maybe there is something else sure. going on there. Awesome. Good topic. It's, it's, a, it's a really important topic. Yeah. And so, until next time, this, this has been, been Just One, One Thing. Thing.